welcome to Happily Ever After, the podcast which seems to talk about all sorts of different things, but one listener described it as the place where we talk about what everyone else is thinking, but maybe not saying out loud. I am your host, Hannah Harvey. I'm a writer and a parenting blogger at mumsdays.com. That's M-U-M-S-D-A-Y-S dot com. If you wouldn't mind subscribing and leaving a review, that would be amazing because it basically means more people can find the podcast. Um, And I also would really, really, really love to hear from you. So please could you contact me through Instagram at mumsdays. You can message me anything really, but you know, your stories of life and heartbreak or any thoughts you might have on the episode or any questions you want answering. As always, you can find the details from this episode in the show notes. Welcome to Happily Ever After. It's me, Hannah Harvey, and today I'm back with Katie. Hi, Katie. Hello. Now, we haven't fully prepped this one, but basically we decided since it's like five days to Christmas, we'd talk about the actual Christmas, and Katie came up with the word divorcemas, which... Is disgusting, I'm but not we're going with it. The blame for this. This hardly seems fair. <laughs> You've definitely said that. She poo-pooed my idea of sexmas, by the way, <laughs> saying that wasn't a thing. But I didn't want to do sexmas. Let's do divorcemas. Okay, mm. fine. So basically, we're just talking about what you do at Christmas when you're splitting up. So my experience in this conversation comes from. Have I mentioned it? I've been going through a divorce. <laughs> No, what was that again? You're divorced, are you? I've just Mm. gone through a divorce, yeah. And Katie's perspective is her parents were divorced. So you've been the child of divorcemas. I've been the child of divorcemas. My parents got divorced when I was about 11. Yeah, so you've done the whole what happens at Christmas. So we're going to kind of unpack it a little bit and see what what we come up with, really, aren't we? Mm -hmm. So the first year after splitting up with my ex, it was so weird. (laughs) such a weird experience i had the kids on christmas eve and then i took them to their dads at like i don't know 11 ish spent an hour there with him and his family in our family home Mm. and then just left and it because christmas day itself i think i'd made notes the year before to myself kind of saying like this is how to survive christmas because normally it would be like the big house we'd have everybody there massive table loads of food like and just getting through that process was overwhelming so I've made Mm. notes on that and this year I was like I'm free but also really sad because I'm not with my kids it was Mm. like such a weird feeling um but what Danielle was saying a few weeks ago which is what I did Danielle divorce coach episode 17 something like that (laughs) she will link to it Mm. She was saying you need to have a plan for the day. Like, don't just let it happen. So, yeah, I had friends come over and we had lovely food and it was it was a really nice day. It was a bit weird when they went home and being like, sat on my own. But overall, nice day. And then this last year, we did the same thing. I had them Christmas Eve, dropped them off with Mike and I went to my parents. All really lovely. But this year, we're switching it up. My ex is having them on Christmas Eve. So I won't wake up with him on Christmas Day. And how do you feel about that? (laughs) I'm interested, tell me. I feel kind of okay about it. Mm. Because 
I mean, it's sad that I won't be there to see it, but I also won't be woken up at 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. And I think as long as they're happy and they're having a good time, I'm trying not to feel like my whole identity revolves around making sure I'm there to ensure they have a good time. Mm. And you know, as a child of divorce... Um, Divorcements. <laughs> as a child of divorcements. <laughs> I find that very refreshing to hear because I think you get yourself into this state of mind where you have to be at one parent's or the other's every year and if you miss a certain parent's year then it's favouritism, you know? And I've felt that since I was a kid and they first split up and yeah, end up having to be in so many different places at so many different times. All the same time, actually. On, so this, many, on the day. Yeah, so many different places all at the same time that you don't actually enjoy any of it. And it's all just about rushing about trying to make sure that you see everybody and please everybody and you don't actually get a chance to enjoy it yourself to do what Christmas is about, which is spending time with family instead of just going, hello, I'm off now, (laughs) which is what I feel like I've spent a lot of years doing through obligation to see both parents on Christmas Day. Interesting. Mm. And do you still feel it now? Yeah, I do. Like, it was worse. My ex-boyfriend had um, family that were divorced as well and so he had his dad's family and his mum's family and they live all over the UK as well so there was one year that between Christmas Eve and Boxing Day we went to like four different houses and like by the time I got back to work after Christmas break I was like I need a holiday like it was so stressful and like a lot of different stuff to everybody's presents to remember like being nice drinking loads of booze and eating loads of food you don't really want and (laughs) it's just all a bit much you know and and uh, like, I think I still feel that obligation to go to whichever parent's house it's the turn of, you know. But maybe listening to what Hannah's saying here, and I think and maybe I might be projecting on them a little bit, you know, and actually they're just going to be happy as long as I am as well. Mm. Mm. What is your plan this year? So it's my... I can't even, I can never remember which parent it is. I never think about it because I find it stressful. So I'm like, <laughs> let's just wait till we get to like December the 23rd and we'll see. But um, I think it's my mum's turn this year. So I'll be going there with my stepdad, my brother and his wife. And my stepdad's family won't be there. Because this is the thing when you've got your step parents, they've also got all of their own family as well. And like sometimes there's people at Christmas dinner you've never met before, you know. <laughs> You're just like, it's whoever, whoever turns up, you know. Um that's what it's like being a vicar's daughter, by the way. Yeah, bet, there would yeah. be some random you've never met. Yeah. Like maybe a handful of them even. Yeah. At Christmas dinner. Mm. Which I kinda like. Yeah, I thought that was quite nice actually. Like, oh so and so hasn't got anywhere to go so they'll come over. But yeah. <laughs> it's a funny As one. As an aside. <laughs> Um, but I don't know whether I'll do that anymore, go to my mum's, because I'm thinking maybe for the first time I'll actually do what I want. Is which... that because we've just had the pre-conversation about I mean, this? I'd like to say that I decided <laughs> that in the duration of this podcast, but I had been thinking about it before. I had you. Yeah. Because I do, the, one of the things I'm thinking about is how much, is it what you were saying there, the projection thing? Well, exactly. So I think if I said to my mum and dad... I want to just stay at home this year. Like, I I don't want to do Christmas. And they'd both probably be fine with it. It's just, like, my own guilt that I can't miss one because it's favouritism, you know? So maybe if you do neither, Mm -hmm. then no one's left out. Well, they are because it would would be my mum, you see. So if I I miss my mum's year and then go to my dad's next year, then my mum's missed a year. 
Is it? Oh, I mean forevermore. Forevermore. If I never go, if I never see my parents ever again. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas. Yeah, okay. No, well, what about doing something like doing your mum on Christmas Eve and your dad on Boxing Day and then just chilling on Christmas Day? Oh, that would be delightful, wouldn't it? Yeah. Do so, it, Katie. Yeah, I know. My advice to parents for divorcements is to uh, just let your kids do whatever they want. In some sort of like Home Alone style. Yeah, yeah. Pick a house. Here's some presents. Try not to burn it. The house down. See you on Boxing Day. I hear there's a pretty good party at Hannah's house on Christmas Day. <laughs> Loads of people from the vicarage round. Who knows? <laughs> if you've got nowhere to go, come to mine. Okay, so if you were asked as a kid, what do you want to do? For Christmas, what do you think you would have said? I think when I was a kid, like I had a lot more attachment to my mum than I did my dad, and I don't know why that is. My dad's lovely, so I probably would have. And I, I guess it's probably because I lived in her house as well. So you want to stay in your own house on Christmas Day, really? Yeah. Um, but I had to go between all the different houses still then as well and I don't think our opinions were ever really considered. It was kind of like that's what's going to happen this Christmas. You were so- here. At this point, and then you're going to be there. Yeah, exactly. And I think if I was given the choice, I probably would have just stayed at my mum's. But now that I'm an adult, like, actually, the only option I want is to just not do any of the family things and do my own thing, you know? I don't want to do either. Because when you think about it... So, obviously, my parents are still together, and my experience of Christmas was you got your stocking, you went downstairs and opened your presents... You took your favourite present to church. (laughs) Yeah. Played with that. Came home, had dinner, played with whatever it was. Fashion wheel is sticking out in my mind for some reason. I remember just spending the whole of Christmas one day, like, designing things with my fashion wheel, and it was awesome. That sounds fun. But really, you're just in your own little bubble. Yeah. I wasn't speaking to either of my parents. I was just... In that bubble. So yeah, so it's... I don't think I had that. I don't think I had that on Christmas. It was like you had to wait till you did all of your different family things before you could go home and play with your toys, you know? Do you not think if you hadn't been to your dad, you would have been like, oh, I wish I had can go to my dad so I can get my presents? Maybe, but, like, it was always my mum that got us the stuff that we wanted anyway. Because oh, you know, the... you woke up there. Well, I know you didn't always wake up no, there, did you? No, but the maternal role is to get the presents on the kids Christmas list isn't it my dad would sort of just decide what he wanted to get us and that was fine as well and and we enjoyed getting the presents just as much off him but I would say my mum was probably the primary parent you know who actually mm. you asked for the Furby and things like that and she was the one that stood outside of Argos at midnight to get me the Furby not my oh, dad oh mum <laughs> yeah. my kids will never get that I don't so. think you have to stand outside of Argos at midnight anymore though you probably <laughs> don't <laughs> It was a thing. It was a thing. It was a thing. And I got a Furby. And it never shut up. No. Mm. You put them in a cupboard and I'm talking about Furbies now. Put them in a cupboard. But they were a massive thing. (laughs) I remember. And they would still make noise. Yeah. It's very irritating. (laughs) Indeed. Mm. So what do you think I should do then for my kids? Because I'm really conscious that I don't want them feeling like they're being pulled from pillar to post. I don't want them to feel obligations. But equally, if what they said to me, I don't want to see you on Christmas Day, I'd be like, pull out my heart now. Mm, yeah. But I equally, bet. I hope I would also be like, but I want you to have a really good day and have really good memories. Yeah. I think, like, my parents probably did it the way that they did because 
they wanted me to have structure and they thought that's what was most important that I didn't have to make any of the decisions but actually I don't think it would have hurt to ask me what I wanted to do you know so I think that's important just ask the kids what you want to do you don't necessarily have to do what they say but like find out what they think of it you know I might do that next year because this is all planned (laughs) (laughs) so the plan is they stay with their dad from the 21st until the 25th so not being pulled around, That's but just good, with their yeah. dads. Mm-hmm. Then they'll be with me from the 25th at lunchtime. We'll go to my parents, which is on the way down south, and then on to our cousins on the 26th. Mm-hmm. Their cousins, not my cousins. And do nice things there, and then I'll have them till New Year's Eve. No, yeah. New Year's Day even. See, that's not too much pulling around, is it? But, you know, when... Um... They might feel it. No, I think it'll be okay, but just at the point where, like, you know, Ruben's got his girlfriend and they're trying to go to, like you know manchester and leicester and nottingham and like (laughs) surrey and newcastle all in the same day at that point say you know you don't have to see me if you don't want some yeah do you know what i might come and see you the week before yeah and we can do our christmas stuff then i think there's a lesson in that for all of us though because even like the whole you have to be with this parent one year and that parent another year would probably change if you got married and had your own kids because then you're like oh this is yeah this it, is what we're going to do this time. I think you should just give yourself permission now without being married to say, yeah. actually, I want to do what I want to want to do. Yeah. I want to want to want to do. <laughs> I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. Tell me. <laughs> For divorcement, will Dessert. you get me some alone time, please? Yes. I've stopped being able to speak. So okay. it's probably a good time to stop. So Great. our top tips are ask your kids what they want to do. Mm-hmm. Try not to do all the things. Try not to pull them around all over the place. Yes. But as grown-ups, prioritise what you want to do. Absolutely. It's as much my fault as it is theirs. Not the Dijon. That's (laughs) that's on them. That's all on them. (laughs) And I really think we need to stop the obligations. Like, just chill out. Mm. It's one day. Mm. One day. Really doesn't matter that much. Do what you want to do. Mm. Create that space to play with your fashion wheel. Yeah, I want to play with my fashion wheel and my Furby. Do you know what I'm getting myself for Christmas from my like from my parents and my grandparents and my brother, who doesn't know about it yet, but I want them <laughs> all to give me money because I'm getting the Masterclass subscription pack. It's the one where there's like, what's the woman who does Spanx? So the inventor of Spanx. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like Gordon Ramsay, not that I necessarily want to listen to him, but like really great writers, like loads of different people who were all at the top of their game. That's what I'm getting for Christmas, doing their classes. So they've done like online classes. So I want to just have time to sit and listen to that. Yeah, that sounds perfect. Good mm. idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> great. Thanks, Katie. Yeah. Thanks, Hannah. <laughs> Happy divorcement. Happy divorcement. All right. Thank you so much for listening and have a great week. And I'll see you next time for another episode of Happily Ever After with me, Hannah Harvey. I would be very grateful if you wouldn't mind leaving a review or subscribing because this helps more people find this podcast. And of course, if you've got a friend who you think might enjoy this episode, please do recommend it to them as well. For anything else, your thoughts on the episode or any questions, please do get in touch with me through Instagram at mumsdays or you can email me hannah at mumsdays.com and I genuinely love hearing from you so please do get in touch.